Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to Mum's The Word, the parenting podcast. I'm Kelsey Parker and I'm your host for this week. Oh guys, this week has been so tough with Bodie. I just feel like since December, he's changed so much. We all talk about terrible twos, but it's the three-nager. I don't know whether he's trying to go for the role of the domineering man in my life, but he really is pushing all my buttons and... I'm not going to lie, it's been a tough week. So this week, my guest is Cara Delahoyd. It's hard to believe it's been almost seven years since Cara was crowned Queen of Love Island. And all that time later, she and Nathan are very much still in love. Since Love Island, Cara has become a mum of two. She's a successful businesswoman and it's so lovely to have her here. She is my mum on a Saturday morning. She is my fellow dance mum. Welcome to the show, Cara. What's new? How are the kids? Yeah, great. You know what my kids are like. No, they're good. They're off school today. So oh, No, they're not off school. They're at school. So I've had a day to myself. Yeah. So we've got Freddie, who is... Six. And then Delilah slash Pinky. Who's three. But no, she doesn't like Pinky now, does she? No. Why doesn't she like Pinky I now? I don't know. So this is a whole thing. Obviously, we had a... Because obviously, they come to K2K. Yep. And like she had a, art school, those that don't know. You know, we're not plugging. But, you know, if you want to join us on a Saturday, <laughs> you can fun. join the mum gang. Um, and then we got her jacket made, didn't we, with Pinky on it? Yeah. Because we all call her Pinky. And I don't know, she's now thinks she's a grown woman and she doesn't like to be called Pinky. She wants to be called Delilah. She just cracks you up. She's so funny. She's just mad. Because at three, like, she is literally got her own mind i think he's her brother though because you know what he's like he's very forward and like i don't know i think when they've got an i think when girls have got an older brother they turn uh, into, didn't have an older brother yeah no that's true <laughs> i feel like our kids are just very that's why they get on so well because they're so similar and that's why we get on because we just like help <laughs> yeah we have the wild kids together and it's so hard because when other parents and their children aren't as wild as ours yeah but that's why we do stuff together that's why they come to your dance school because you can handle it <laughs> like you're like as soon as i drop them off i'm like listen this is not my responsibility yeah. no more you listen to miss kelsey Kels. and she will tell you off so you and naif obviously met on such a big show yeah with millions and millions of people watching you it's crazy isn't it really how was it being in there and then coming out together like i said to you the other day, i you feel like 
you've lived together for six weeks, you've been in this bubble, you don't... Because, well, I was 26, he was 25. So that is an adult, but it's still quite young, really. Do you know what I mean? Like, And we sort of come out, we was like, right, we've lived together for six weeks. We are sweet, let's move in together. We know everything. We're going to be like Posh and Bex, it's going to be amazing. We didn't. All of us thought, realistically, in series two, we was going to come out, work for a couple of months and get some savings well series two well you had the series one and obviously they came out and they did well but like not no series two was like, like the, now it's you yeah come, you go in and you know you're gonna come it out it was like the liftoff point series two like none of us had any expectations except for maybe doing a couple of pas and uh, like just get some savings because a lot of us will Everyone in there at the time had like normal jobs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So for us to go into well, we a spoke show, about uh, Cara's normal jobs that she had. I wouldn't say you had a normal job. I, I used to. I've, I, everyone knows about it. I was showing you pictures. Yeah. I used to work on like the telephone channels. You know, so I was doing the whole option number two, ring me, and I loved it. I used to work in nightclubs in the West End. I used to work seven nights a week. I had no social life, but I absolutely loved it. I was working every single night, sleeping all day. I had a great social life. That's why people fell in love with you and yeah. Dave because you were so normal, so real. You were that couple next door that and had you know, the row. You see us all the time and you know yeah, literally, that's to us now. This is what you see is what you get with Cara and Nafe. Like If they're <laughs> going to have a row, they're doing it in front of you. Yeah. If Cara's pissed off, Nathan's going to know about it. Yeah. If he's pissed off, then we just laugh at him and <laughs> they're like, stop being an idiot. But yeah, so we went in there, come out, thought we knew everything, thought, you know, we're so in love, this is amazing. Did You don't even factor, I can't explain how much of a bubble you're in because you don't even factor, okay, you're going to get out, you've got your normal life, you've got your friends, like this relationship has got to fit into the life you had before. Well, your friends and your family weren't really in the equation when no, you were in the villa. No, because you're in a bubble. Yeah. So you're just together all the time, you're in this perfect world, there's no outside influences, there's no one else putting their two pence in. They're not going out to work every day. It's, it's not a real, it's not a real situation. It's, it's not, not real life. No. So we come out, got a flat, went to Chigwell because I thought we was posh. And then Nath was doing PAs all the time. So he would be out pretty much every night of the week. Some nights doing two PAs. But back then that's how the boys earned their money. Yeah. And it, it is hard going doing the PAs. Yeah. And, and even just doing anything like, you know, even Tom being in the band, it was like, it's, a lot, it's all nighttime it? work. You're yeah. doing a concert at night. You don't see them. And when yeah. you do see them, they're tired. Obviously for you, it was like more intense, more insane, like mad things. For me, it was just, it was in faces or sugar or something. Do you know what I mean? So I was doing all my work in the day, looking at social media all day, thinking I have no idea what I'm doing and I've got, all this work to do and I have no idea. I had no directions in what I was doing. I got myself in another depressive hole where I would literally stay in bed for like two, three days and just lay there and be like, I can't get up, I can't do this. I was on my own, you know, like, obviously I've got my family and things like that, but they was all far away. And, and, and also, I think like really you've come out and you were living this normal life. Yeah. And then it's blown up and you and Nathan are massive because you yeah. were massive when you came out and you've got... What, are you saying we're not now? Well... <laughs> <laughs> you were still massive in my eyes. Thank you. Um, no, I'm not saying that. Obviously, you're completely different now, but no, you I, wasn't yeah, expecting yeah. it. Now, no. you, now you can tell new Love Islanders that come out... They don't listen, though. But, but you've, think got they the, know everything. you've got the experience, whereas you didn't know then. You didn't know what this world was. 100%. You came out and you're like, oh, I've been offered an okay deal. I've been yeah, offered like, this. Like, like, you don't even know about like getting 
terms and you know you know it's like now like if you get a job you want to look at what you've got to do and like specifications back then you didn't have a clue did you you'd just be like yes yes oh my god yeah i know but you've always been quite i'm not i'm always aware <laughs> of the theories so i got into this, this depressive spiral i'd be in bed for three days he'd be going out coming home hungover and we was terrible we absolutely hated each other because he didn't he'd never been around anyone that had like depression or anxiety or nothing so to him, he was just looking at me and he was like, what's the matter with you? Get out of bed. Like, you're living this life. What's the matter with you? Why are you so, like, ungrateful? And I guess if you haven't seen it before, it's really hard to... And I totally accept that because you don't. You're looking at someone who's telling you they don't know why they're upset. They don't know why they're anxious because you know what he's like. I always describe depression as a storm that you could... Stephen Fry said it. And he's Stephen Fry and Tyson Fury are the only people I will listen to about depression because they're not trying to sell me nothing and they're not trying to do it for likes. And I can't, I cannot bear things for likes, can't stand it. But anyway, that's a subject for another day. So Stephen Fry says that depression, a depressive state is like a storm cloud that you can see it coming on the horizon and it's coming and the rain cloud's going to come over you, but it's going to pass. So that's how I always think about it. And that's what I always say to people. I'm like, it's a cloud. It's a storm. It's going to come. It's going to pass. It's going to go. you got to go through it. And then I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> And that just went down so well, really well, um, amazing. So basically, Nath was in Amsterdam with his friends for their birthday, came back, obviously he'd been in Amsterdam. Had so. you even discussed having a baby together? Well, like for work-wise, not me and him, but you know, like when you, like we had, what, our you... agent was like, you need to get married, you need to do this, you need to do that. And we was all like, we ain't getting engaged, we aren't doing this. We oh, was yeah, very, you married yet, we, right, the yeah. problem is with me and Nath, we've never played the game. We're not game players. We ca- I can't do that. Like, you're not a game player. Do you know what I mean? Like, me and Nath could have come out, we could have played the game and we could have been, I don't know, multi-millionaires, like, living in a big house. But I can't play the game. I'm not good at it. No, and my mum, as a kid, used to always say to me, just play the game. My mum does that all the time. Play just the game. play the I game. Can't. I'm like, I, c- I can't. I physically cannot do it because it hurts my soul. <laughs> like, I need to... And, and I just think, as well, you have to stay true to yourself. and 100%. Can't sell my soul. It's ridiculous. Also, you and Nathan do have an amazing life together, and you have an amazing house, and you have so two fortunate. incredible children. Yeah. So, whatever game you did play was right for you. And then I do sometimes think when you got the bills coming in, oh, maybe I should have just played it a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So yeah, I found out I was pregnant. We was in a really bad place. Let me reiterate that. We was terrible. We didn't even talk to each other. We was living in this flat, but we was like strangers. We well, just hated each other. You weren't talking, but you were clearly doing something else. We was clearly doing something else, you know? So we, I found out I was pregnant and I said to you, didn't I? At the time, so my younger cousin, he was like my brother. He passed when he was 19. He had cancer. There was a few different things that he had. He had, he had his leg amputated, but he was like my brother because my mum and dad, when I was younger, they moved abroad and I used to live with my aunt. So he was like my younger brother. He's the same age as my brother. He's got the same birthday as my brother. It is crazy. So he had passed. He was ill whilst I was in Love Island. That's another reason why I found it quite hard because I didn't know, like we knew that he was not great, but we didn't, I I could never know sort of what stage or what was going on outside. So I found that really, really hard. Like, you you know what that's like. Yeah. So I was like, I've never had an accident. I'm terrible with contraception. I've not been on contraception since I had my children because it messes me up bad. So we just play, pull out game and just hope that it works. <laughs> so at the time, I'd never had any little accidents, never had no blips. And I was like, I feel like this is a sign. I'm not like, I'm not as deep in it as you with signs and things like that. But I was like, I feel like this is a sign. I've never had an accident. I've never had to worry about things like that. I've just lost someone so close to me. And now I'm pregnant. 
if you like we don't have to be together like if you don't want to be involved don't well, this worry. is you saying to knife yeah i was like i can't get rid of this child i was like because i see this as a sign my family's just lost someone and i feel like i've been given an opportunity to not replace someone but to bring someone in to bring us a little bit of happiness and like i don't know i just found it really weird and in my head i was like what if it is a boy like what if someone we all know that i believe then, in this yeah and i just i just was like because he was a boy and then i had a boy and i was like i always look at fred and i'm like I don't know, you know, oh, you just yeah. think like, because he is, he's so special, Fred. Like, yeah. I'm not just saying that. He is, you know what he's he like. He is, he's, yeah, one of a kind. He really is. He is. And I think, is that is that a sign? I don't know. So the other day, can I, can I just tell everyone, the other day at K2K, he said, we say, can you say your name, age and interest in fact? Actually, Freddie's wasn't about you two, but then he went, did you know my mum and dad met on Love Island? And I went, oh, what did they do on Love Island? And he went, oh, they were getting filmed and they were snogging each other. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say after he went, you go on Love Island and you get married, then you get pregnant? Yeah. yeah. Afterwards, we was that's like, oh. it, done deal. Okay, cool. So if that's... But if her daughter's interest, it. in fact, was that you she poos on the toilet. I went, wow. No, that she's is... only done it three times. She will not poo on the toilet. <laughs> and I can't. I've tried everything. I see a TikTok the other day and it was like, get the kids to blow into you know like a cup with a straw yeah and blow bubbles because it helps to like what, whilst they're pooing yeah like whilst they're sitting on the toilet so you think if you go yeah it sort of lets it all out right we're diversing to sorry poo now right sorry <laughs> back, um, back. yeah so we split up i moved back to kent because i love kent and i'm yep. sorry i will always be a kent Woo! girl i can't help it kent i moved back to kent rented um a little two-bedroom house set up a nursery everything me and him did not talk for, I would say, six months. When I say we didn't talk, I mean, like, he would come to every appointment. He was there for everything that I needed with the baby, but we had no contact beyond that. I didn't want to know what he was doing. He didn't want to know so what I was doing. So you'd split up? Yeah, yeah, we went together. Like, officially, we was not together. I was pregnant. He was going to be involved. And How I was long just... had you split up before you found out you were pregnant? We split up because I found out I was pregnant. Oh, okay. Because it all just went so mental. And I can imagine Nathan absolutely losing just his head. Just was like, and, and I, I can understand what he was saying. He was like, we can't have this baby. We hate each other. Like, what sort of world are we bringing this baby into when me and you can't even stand each other? So he did have his reasons. It's not like he was just like, I can't be a dad. Oh, no. And he says now that Freddie's the best thing that ever happened to him because if he hadn't have had Fred, he, God knows where he would have been because we never would have got back together. No, Never. it would have sort of been done, wouldn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. And I'd be in this series now. But so that wasn't meant to be. You no. were meant to be together. And I said to you that break was the best thing that ever happened to us. And in my mind, I was always like, do you know what? Never slag him off. Never ever slag him off because he's the father of my child. If we become friends in like five, ten years time, whatever, I'm gonna look like a complete idiot. And I, I do feel like off. people do that in breakups that they don't do it. Run the person no, down. No, don't. That's still the father of your child, and your child is still like. I just, I just don't get it unless they've really. But also, then all your family then become like yeah. they don't like they dislike that person. They've got reasons like yeah. Unless something really terrible's happened and they've been like abusive or something like that, then okay, that's a total different circumstance. But if you've literally just split up because you didn't like each other and you weren't getting on, yeah, like grow up, man. Yeah, just you know don't say anything. I went on this morning and they was like, "How is everything, Nathan?" amazing he's so supportive he's the best dad you know we talk every day blah 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 i was like yeah i'm not why, why, why would you do that no yeah and you've done better. the right thing yeah and i'm still even when i tell people about what happened i'm i'm very even with it like, yeah. i understand why he felt like that we was in a bad place because this was happening we'd come out of a show it's not a normal situation for any person no neither of us was in 
a good space. He wasn't in a good space. I wasn't in a good space. And but... I don't think you're prepared. You guys definitely wasn't prepared for the fame that you yeah. had. The the guys that are coming out now, they're more prepared. And I feel like the channel's more prepared. Yeah. And the producers and everyone's more prepared to go, do you know what? You're going to go on this and it's going to change your life. But then I don't know what more they can do. The only thing I think when we was in that they could have done more was financially give you more advice because you go from earning... Like, I was earning £90 a night at dancing in clubs. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's still right. But, and then you go to earning more money and you don't understand because schools don't teach you about tax, VAT, national insurance, pensions. Like, you, they don't teach you any of that. But I think now they do do that. What, once they come out, they say Yeah, that. I think they obviously don't... You're going to have a tax bill. Yeah, so make sure you save your money because oh, we live in England. It's crazy. <laughs> Hi all, it's TV's Gail Porter here. I am so excited to tell you that I am joining the Paranormal Activity family and will be hosting a number of live podcast recordings across the UK. The first is on the 6th of March at London's haunted Richmond Theatre. Expect terrifying tales, audience interaction and hopefully a spirit or two. I can't wait for you to join me and to hear your own paranormal experiences. You can find tickets at www.paranormalpod.co.uk. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So you were pregnant, Nathan's, you're not together. No. How did you get back together? 
Uh, and I told this story. to Kelsey's mum as well. This is how we're very open people. So when I'm you're going to tell everyone now. Yeah, I don't think tell, you need I'm to worry tell, about just telling my mum. We're all friends. I'm your friend. We're all friends. Um, I when I had Fred, total different to Delilah. I don't know if you found your different with a boy and a girl. With Fred, I needed an itch to scratch. You know, I really needed a. Pull. You were horny. Yeah, I didn't say that. You said that. Anyway, I, I was really... quite like. I was very horny when with, I was with, pregnant. Right. With, with both. See, I wasn't with Delilah, but I don't know. I had preeclampsia and we didn't yeah. know. But I really needed it with Fred really bad. And I was like, I'm pregnant. At the time, I was right in the public eye. Like, I couldn't go and do anything for anyone else. Not that I wanted to, but no. like, could you imagine if me and Nathan split up and then I got spotted with another geezer pregnant or like, and I couldn't think of nothing worse. Like, I was in such a bad place. No, I was like, and you... You loved Nathan. Always loved him. But we just both knew that we couldn't, at the time, we couldn't be together. Neither of us was in the right space. It was not good for us. We was toxic. So we went for the scan. As I said, he used to come to all the scans and we used to sit there, not even look at each other, look at the screen and just be like, like trying to be really flat. And at the time he didn't drive, so we used to have to get someone to drop him all the way down to Ken, wait outside then drive him back, which is jokes. Poor little Nathan. Yeah, now we say that. Not at the time. I was like, mm. we went for the scan at 20 weeks to find out if it was a girl or a boy. And I just said to him, I was like, listen, I know we hate each other. I know you hate me. I know I hate you. But please, can you do me a favour? And just just one time, just do it with me one time. Please just scratch that itch. And just because I'm really desperate and you're the father of my child and I can't go with no one else, please. And we did. And then we both realised that like, this is ridiculous. It must have been good. Do you know what I mean? Like it turned a whole relationship around. I bet you around. it was like really passionate. Must have been. And then, yeah, we basically got back together in secret, but we didn't tell my family, his family. We didn't want to tell anyone because there Did would be... Did you tell management? I can't remember because we was with the same manager. We was with, yeah, I don't know. I can't actually remember that. But yeah, we did get back together, but we didn't tell anyone for absolute ages. And then we slowly like, you know, when you start telling like family, people in the family, like cousins and that, that you like trust, but you can't tell like aunts don't tell, yeah. or like mums because that's a bit serious, but you can tell people when they're... You're like telling your cousin, but like, don't tell mum. That's yeah, what I always say, say to my cousin. I go, don't tell mum or Julie, but, and then I'll tell her what the thing is. Yeah, but I get that. Yeah. I do get that. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then we finally got back together and... I think I even done a pregnancy shoot without him. I done a couple of pregnancy shoots without him. We was together, but we was like, no, we can't tell anyone yet. And then we got back together. Oh, and it was it. the best thing. It and, was the best thing, honestly. And sometimes you need that break. Like me and Tom had a break. No one even knew when we first got together. No one even knew about yeah, but me. How old was you when you got together? You were young. I was 19. So young, innit? But again, we were just like, Tom obviously had got into this band and I'd met him in a nightclub and he said to me, oh, I'm in a band. Do you know what I really want to watch? I've been listening to a podcast here and they, they, um, they review like old TV shows from E and I really want to watch that programme. Yeah, you watch, should watch the Are you on it? Life. Yeah. I need to watch it. I've got to find it. And I was like, I was listening to the thing the old day. I was, I was like, the cool girlfriend. Yeah, mate, I really want to watch Kelly's on like, this programme. So, well, I guess it's just me. What you see is what you get. I didn't give a shit. I was in America living the life with my boyfriend at the time and absolutely what an loved experience, it. They used to try and stir up so much drama, but... Like they, they, the boys went to Vegas. So Tom had to come in and be like, oh, I'm going to Vegas. And I was like, oh, okay. Like obviously I had to act like I was a bit gutted. I can't remember even if I did act, if I was gutted. I was like, happy days. Like my best friend Rufan lived in America, like in LA. So I was like, I'm going to spend the weekend with Ruth. Bye. Like, Have fun. Bye. But I think me and Tom were so good at that. But yeah, we had a massive break. And we had six months. Sometimes, isn't it? And he needed it because when he got into that band, 
you're thrust into something. How old was he when he got into the band? Twenty. He was twenty-one, turning twenty-two. Got into this band. I'm in a band. I've not got a name. Then he's got girls throwing themselves at yeah, him, man. And, and he thought in his head that he needed to go and do the deed with everyone. And I was like, go and do get that. Out your system. Get that out of your system. Mm-hmm. And then he, then he realised. That's what they do. That I'm the best thing ever. A hundred percent. How do your kids find like that you like you doing social media for a living? What do they say? To them, it's just normal. Like I suppose with Rainbow, like it's it's so weird. And sometimes, well, I'm so fortunate for everything it brings. Like I am so fortunate that I have been able to do a job where I have been able to stay at home with my kids. Like even though Nave's gone back to work and done different things, like same with you, you work majority. Yeah. revolves around that you can spend time with your kids and see them grow up and take them to school and go to like the plays and you've not got to worry about anything but sometimes I do think it's ruined them a little bit I'm not joking yeah we both talk about this together that our kids get so much that and it, it's so hard in your head to just vote because it's work I mean I, over get... Christmas they turn into horrors by the time I'd got on holiday with them we needed to go away but they'd been to so many events yeah that they and it's not their fault. No. It isn't actually their fault. And people are probably listening, thinking, "Are you mental? Oh, like, what are you moaning so about?" Hard, but it's like they get everything, but you want them to be grateful. And the thing is, what me and Nafe have worked out, they are so young. Like our kids are basically exactly the same ages. It's not their fault that they don't understand to appreciate everything they get because of their age. Like they don't understand. Like I say to Fred, "This is not normal. Like this life is not normal. It may not last forever. Like this is not normal." But how do you say that to a six-year-old? They don't. I don't know like, what that means. Okay, mum, chill out. Like, I always say to Aurelia, what do you go and tell the teacher at school that I actually do for a living? What she say? Good. She goes, oh, I don't really know. I'm like, I wonder what she actually tells people. I think Fred just goes, mum, dabs on Love Island. But he's no idea what it is. But he just says yeah. dabs on Love Island. No, they snog. You snog when you're in Love <laughs> oh, Island. Oh, sorry, I, get, I snog and get married and get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> it did happen. It did. It did. But, he's right what you're saying. Yeah. But I think what we Doesn't do... Doesn't happen for them all though in Love Island, Fred. But it is just incredible that you and obviously you and obviously you and Nafe have lasted, and and yeah. it's incredible. And you, he's never... just a good guy, though, isn't he? Like, how could I? But it is. I, this is why I believe in the soul journey. I think you were meant to go on that show, and you were meant to meet him. You said you would never have set forward for someone like Nathan. Did you set no, forward? No, so you set I, forward, didn't I you? set forward for Nathan, not because of his looks, because his looks was. If you look at any of my exes, he was not. Didn't look like anyone I'd gone out with before. But like I said to you, I felt like he had a good heart. Like he came out, he was a laugh. And I thought, I'm going to have a laugh with you. Even if this don't go nowhere, I will have fun with you and I'll feel safe with you. And And you're still laughing now. We do. We laugh a lot. And I do think that is the key to a relationship because you're going to get old and be butters one day. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? But if we can still sit, we sit there and we laugh at the most stupid things. And I see a thing the other day and it was like, you know you found your soulmate or your one or something. And it was basically like true love is being able to be your self around someone, be stupid and not... I can't remember the quote. It was a really beautiful quote and I've just totally destroyed it. And that's it. what I've got to say about me and Tom, that he used to make me cry of laughter. Yeah. And likewise, like me and him, he actually enjoyed it. Do you know when some people like it when you're taking the piss out of them? Yeah, we take the piss out of each other. We take it, the piss out of our kids. Like yeah. we were saying this the other day, and it we I feel like we are not a serious family. Like you're not a yeah. serious family. Like with our kids, we banter our kids. Not in a horrible way. No. Like, I'm not gonna leave them with lifelong trauma or so. But no, but I think they need to also toughen up a little bit. Toughen up and and I, my granddad used to do it to us and and make us 
like say things and he'd, he'd be like you've got to laugh laugh at yourself laugh oh, yeah. at yourself and not, I think, like, not in a horrible way but you know like we would call Pinky Pinky and like she won't poo at mum so we call her Poo Bum and we're like oh come on you stink and she's like no I haven't like, but we're like Mm, little bit, you know. And then I think at the moment it's like, oh, I've not got no skiddies in my knickers. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, well done. So oh, you've not pooed, but you've not got no skids. Well done. I love her. She's just so open, and I hope she carries that with her forever. Oh, and Bodie's her new boyfriend, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's not, I don't think he's too impressed that he's the boyfriend at the moment. No way, just run away. He's like, no. He's no. like, no, don't kiss me. Uh, Delilah was basically trying to kiss. Bodie on Saturday and he was like do not kiss me she did kiss him he prefers actually Freddie kissing him Fred, yeah Fred Freddie loves, loves him as well but Bodie is that person him. everybody loves Bodie I think because he's so small <laughs> like older kids love him they just come and kiss him on the head hug him want to pick him up it's just these must per- be so annoying for him his personality lately though he has become really assertive isn't he like He's like a proper right, I don't little know, man. I don't know what's happened to him. Like I think at home, and I think it's really hard. I think he knows there's no... Obviously, of course he knows his dad's not there. There's no man of the house. And I think he's trying to go for man of the house at three. He's... It's unreal. Is that why he keeps taking his top off? He keeps taking like his top off. <laughs> and that is Tom. Tom used to yeah, he love said that. having his top off. Doesn't want to wear a top. And everything I say, there's no reasoning with him. That's what Fred's like, though. I think, well, Delilah's like it's, it as well. Yeah. Everything you say, they argue but, back. But for me, it's like he wants unrealistic things. Yeah. So say, like, I've got orange juice out for them. He wants the apple juice. Of course, because it's or always like, just trying to push you that's that not even that unrealistic further. it's it's really i can't even explain to you and it's so hard at the moment and i am quite i'm struggling on my own with that because i've got no backup yeah i'm like there's no backup in this house it's just me thing is you've got a village but obviously uh, in your house it's just me yeah so and you I've, have got it all but you and you and you don't want to call people all the time no. you, you want to be able to oh, be yeah, like, can you come around and sort out Bodie's attitude stinks and it matters how a three-year-old he's free is he, he was free yeah, wasn't he and I think this is Delilah. How does a three-year-old make us feel so rubbish? Like, they're three years old. How do they do that? Three. And people talk about the terrible twos, but I, I, I don't know about... three is worse. Three is so much worse. Well, and someone said it to me in the playground. But Aurelia's always been really easy going. I can team talk her. With Bodie, She's very is, grown up, though, isn't she? There's no team talking. Like, when he's decided something... That's it. Yeah, he's stubborn. He's so stubborn and he's not going back on it. I can't take him seriously though. When he has like a little tantrum, I'm like, ah. It's like little man syndrome. <laughs> Leave him alone. Yeah. Oh, it is so hard. And, and, so hard. and that's why I try and share on my Instagram how hard it is. Me and you do the same thing yeah. because we're not trying to show people it's sugarcoated. Like, it doesn't matter what your situation is, what your background is. Kids are hard work. I would rather kids like ours and yours who are hard work, but have got great personalities. Yeah. That think how much they make you laugh more than they make you cry. Oh, yeah. And even when he's being unrealistic, I am secretly laughing. So I'm like, that is just unrealistic. <laughs> what like, what did you say the other day in the car when you was being loud or say it? And he was like... Uh, he went, so me, my mum, my auntie, they're really featured in this this. Please, pod. I'm going to tell them on Saturday. Um, they're coming in. So uh, we're all talking in the car and he went, oh, I can't stand this. I'll stop talking. I can't, I can't stand it. I can't stand this. Because we're gossiping. I would have cried. But that's what I'm saying. And he goes, he's really cut for it. He's like, I don't love you. I don't love Nanny. I don't love you. I don't love Ray. He'll go through the whole family and tells us, I don't love anyone or anything. That's what he's saying at the moment. But it's crazy because he was this shy, timid little boy. And now he's really come out of his shell. I want him to be confident. Of course. 
but not rude. And I know he wouldn't go and carry He's on like that. He's not rude. Our kids aren't rude. No. They, your, your children are not rude at all. They've got great manners and they've got great Thanks, personalities. Our kids are strong-willed. 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 Um, uh, even when we went up north, all, all the uh, Northern aunties, their Northern aunties were like, they are so polite. They're such polite and kids. That's what kids. You and you want I was like, kids. Yeah, I was happy with that. Yeah, I always think even if they're being awkward with us and they're being rude to us, we're their mums. They feel safe with us. This is where they can... I don't condone it before someone comes to me. I don't condone it. But I would rather my kids be polite and kind outside of the house and I get Oh, well, Freddie is literally the kindest boy. But then he can be... No, he's hard work. He's but very hard work. He, with him, he's just like... He's too clever. He's so clever... He's so kind. Manipulate. <laughs> but he just loses his head. Yeah. That's what it is. He gets so hyper that he literally loses he his head. regulate the And emotions. he can't bring himself down when no. he's on a high. So you just have to roll with it. And that's why I think, obviously, performing arts is perfect yeah. for him. We just got to get his dancing better. <laughs> got to get his dancing better. But I think people want to see, you know, especially for me, when I watch your Instagram, I just love how authentic you guys are mm. and that you show the real you and how you all are i just think that's it but if i didn't do that i wouldn't have no content to post because i'm not i can't i can't stand there and do like the i'd love to i'd love to have like a set up and be able to do like the get ready with me wouldn't you but it's it's just not it's not really sick all right i'm really trying on you know my socials to do my whole well you've got your morning dances Yep, and I've got my hallway stuff. Do you know why I always film in my hallway? Because it's the only thing that's actually tidy. But that's I've got nowhere like that. I've just got stuff everywhere. I've got nowhere to do stuff. So if I didn't post, and that's that's what normal houses are like. Yeah. They are. I just, I, just, I, I can't bother to post things that are not normal because then I just feel like an idiot. And I think people now, they see the world of social media and they see when people are not being themselves. Do you I think? Can. I can, can you? Don't be political here. If you see no, someone I'm... that you know is putting it on, you know. Yeah, I know when some people are putting it on and I'm like, oh, maybe I need to put it on a little bit more. No, but don't do it. I can't. I actually can't. <laughs> no, listen, this stuff I really would... happens to me. I don't need to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> it happened, all right? <laughs> but I do think that we have outrageous kids, so then that, you know, they they bring, the, con- smile on they bring the content. <laughs> they do. And it puts a smile on a lot of people's faces. I like that. And I like you. And, and I'll thank- see you tonight. And thank you for coming. <laughs> A mum's the word. Thanks for having me. Do you have a question you want me and my guests to answer? Get in touch by emailing askmumsthewordpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail on WhatsApp. Our number is 07 527 537 or leave it as a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It helps others find us. And talking of spreading the news, please tell another person about the podcast and help us reach more people. So I've been Kelsey Parker. You can find me on being underscore Kelsey on Instagram, where I'm just being me. We'll be back with another episode, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for listening. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.